Welcome. Boy, I'm excited for tonight. Boy, I'm excited. I say that a lot. I don't I don't think people understand the gravitas when I say that. I actually mean it. Right? I don't sit here flying around off the top and um, saying that a lot. But tonight, predictions for 2021. The 8th, if I counted right, annual prediction show for the next year. The 8th. Let that settle in for a minute. Live predictions, interactive, viewer-supported. This is the tradition around here. Other shows have all sorts of traditions, bells and whistles, seasons, and all sorts of other things. I have just one. Just one tradition that I hold fast and true to. I don't do anniversary shows every year. I don't I don't mark every milestone. I don't do a lot of things that I should. But the one thing that I hold true and fast to is the first Tuesday in November, often election night, which is where it started, on an election night because I wanted to do something different than election coverage. That's where the show started, and that's where the show is tonight. Predictions for the next year, 2021. Wow, it seems impossible. Seems like 2020 has taken forever. Now, I noticed a lot of people are missing tonight, and I want to say hello to them as they're listening to this on the podcast, and I say, what the hell? Because I know for a fact, prediction, first one out to shoot. Oh, before I begin, I should remind everybody... Tonight, the views and opinions of the show are those the host and guest and call-in people and everybody. Right? They're just opinions and thoughts. And wild predictions. Do not represent any sponsors, affiliates, or anybody else. Now, I'm mad. I wanted, I, 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 I know there's some of you people tri- tripping in late. Um, been watching the coverage in Ohio and Pennsylvania. I, I, but here's the thing. Pennsylvania is not going to certify the results for days. So, what you're watching on CNN, Fox right now, doesn't matter. It is not going to matter. When we get together next week, we may not even know the results of the election then. Okay? We're going to have a projection. We're going to have strong feelings. But there's going to be a recount somewhere. Think Gore Bush 2000. Okay? That went on for weeks. This is going to go on for weeks. Prediction. First prediction out of my mouth. We will know the actual result. It's all going to get delayed until 2021. Now, here's where it gets crazy. This is this is bold. I was talking to my wife about this this afternoon as we were going to vote. And here's what our, my bold prediction was to her. And she thought I was out to lunch, and I think I may be. But I'm going to say it on the record just so I can have it on the record because it is phenomenal. Now, if it's wrong, it's wrong because, hey, I'm not claiming to be a... a fortune teller or psychic or any of these things. I'm just telling you what I'm, I'm feeling right now. And this is this is where it's going to get trippy. This is the worst case scenario for everybody. Y'all ready? Not only is the election going to get contested and be hotly contested in court and other places, riots and looting and all this other stuff is going to continue. But remember last time, 2016, where Hillary run the popular vote, but Trump won the Electoral College? Wait a second. What happens? Wait, just follow me for just a second. Because I know this could be a very sticky point, because it was the last time, but it will be again. What happens if Trump wins the electoral, wins the popular vote, and Biden wins the electoral college? There's going to be a lot more outrage from other people on the other sides of this issue. Just saying, what an exciting start to 2021 we're going to have. That is my first prediction for 2021. Now, I've got a few others sitting in the can, ready to go. But I'm inviting you all in tonight. This show is for you, for your opportunity to get things like that. On the record, I know know Brian Bowden is listening, and he made some predictions last year that I should have queued up for tonight's show, but I didn't. Either way, he nailed, I'm pretty sure, he's told me he's nailed this coronavirus in not so many words, but he predicted a a virus outbreak. And if you go back to the last year's prediction show, go find it. Um, It's there. I didn't queue it up. Also, I've had a number of people out there through the years make wild but interesting predictions. Some true, some not so true, some just rather interesting. And I love the interesting and the wild ones. Not saying that if you have an honest prediction that you shouldn't call in either. This show is for you to get those opportunities early in November. Now, I, I talked to George Norrie a couple weeks ago, and I asked him, and he does his projection show for the next year on New Year's Eve. That's easy. 
the New Year, the New Year's Eve show is easy because the next day is when you're predicting for. This show is what? 57 days out from when you're actually starting to talk about the prediction. We're not talking about predictions that are going to start in November or December. We have worked our predictions for tonight and for the sole purpose of the show start January 1, 2021. I don't know if, I mean, that goes under look. I'm asking you to go two months ahead of time and say, hey, this is what's going to happen in the next year. This is the challenge. This is what makes this show fun. I'm here to tell you. I'm enjoying tonight's show. I'm so jacked up and ready to go. I've been looking forward to this for, well, a year, right? Because we all knew the, this was the election night, and this is this is the show. One of these years, I'm going to convince you people, all of you people who are listening on the podcast to be here live, because this is where you need to be, election night, not focused on the election results, which by the time this show is over, we'll have a quote-unquote projected winner. Germantown Runner is watching probably Fox News right now, and um, slightly confused, I'm sure. I'm guessing that's where he normally is, battled up in um, in front of it, the TV uh, TV somewhere. So hey, he enjoys the show, and I enjoy him, and he'll be he'll be back next week. I can almost promise you. Almost, I don't know, but anyways, find him on Gab, German Town Runner. Go look him up. Go tell him you miss him in the Mauer Report Duck Pond chat room. He enjoys Gab more. Well, of course, he got banned from Twitter. Of course, I, I, I walk that line every day, so I appreciate his efforts on Gab, and uh, he's doing good work over there. And I think if you if you're into looking for a new social media, that might be the way to go. Also, random side thought while we're talking about social media, I did I made the video blitz tour this evening. So if you like that, be sure to uh, like or share whatever those videos that you've seen. Because uh, hey, I don't do that every week, and if you want me to do that more often, you need to encourage that behavior. And the way to be, encourage that behavior is like, comment, and share. Other things that I need, I need some help. Now, I, I've told Germantown Runner I need his help with Gab, and I'm slowly getting better about it. I'm also getting better about LinkedIn. Um, really intimidating place for me because I think, you know, professionals hang out there, and uh, anybody that knows me knows that is not what I am. Uh, I'm getting better, though. Um, next next social media target for me, I've been there a few days now. I've, I've had an account for a while, but I've been focusing focusing and i need somebody out there one of my listeners suggested it and now i need somebody else to help me with it because they just kind of flippantly said it and i said oh yeah write it that's cool that's my prediction for 20 that's my second prediction for 2021 i'm going to become more engaged in more social media platforms and less engaged in ones that aren't working facebook twitter instagram to be replaced with reddit gab and linkedin for now so there's your second prediction that's a that's a personal prediction of course i've already started that so that isn't even a prediction for 2021 and i'm calling i'm calling bs on myself right there okay so how do you i've got some predictions that were sent in if you've got predictions you can come leave them in the duck pond of course i've got a few that were uh, messaged to me earlier this afternoon by people who just weren't available or didn't want to call in so if you don't want to call in come over to the duck pond Leave them there. That's where they have to be for them to be read because I'm not hunting them down. Um, if you want to call in, now is your opportunity. 234-738-2552. I think that's the same. I, I guarantee you that's the same call-in number I used eight years ago, and that's the same one I'm using tonight. So if you want to call into this program when we do live calls, or if you want to leave me a voicemail, that's a great option too. I do listen to all of them, even including the ones about my insurance or my home inspection or my home warranty or my credit um, which is interesting because it's a Google voice number that I have used only and officially for the show so there's that and hey you know there's also the option you could text that number and I'll read them so but I'm not going to read them while I'm on air so if you send me a text I'm not going to quite get it but I will I read it and just like every email that people send me I'll send a thumbs up at least and let you know that I got it are we predicting who will win or what will happen after? Both. Anything you want to predict, that's the fun part of this. The fun part of this. I mean, I know in the past I've predicted the sports champions, right? Which is really difficult because, like, I'm predicting the Super Bowl early. Like, what are we? 
week six, seven in the NFL. I don't know. I, don't have, I haven't paid attention to it. So it'd literally be throwing darts at a dartboard for me right now. Like years past, I really paid more attention to it. This year, I have no clue. I know the Steelers are seven in now because, you know, I'm from Western Pennsylvania and everybody is way too excited about a seven and football team. Just being, being blunt. Doesn't mean anything. Got to win it. You got to win in what January, February. That's when it matters. Okay, so there's that. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, well that's how it goes sometimes. I, the first call on the first prediction show was a woman leaving her husband live on the air. So mm, I don't know if anything has ever been radio friendly on the show, but it is what it is. It's all good. Um. Yeah, uh, I think I think yeah. So I've got all of those. I did my my first prediction right about the election, and the second one about social media. So I'm just reading down my list, trying to make sure I get them all out because I did number them. Of course, I'm not deleting them as I go along, which is probably not the best way to do this. I should be deleting them. Third prediction. I wish Germantown Runner was here for this because this is for him completely. A major sports network. No, sports league. Excuse me, sports league. I'm thinking about Major League Baseball. This is a hard one for me to make, but I'm going to tell you right now. I think Major League Baseball is in the most trouble of all the professional sports leagues. And we this is not breaking news by any means, right? There's nobody out there in my listening audience saying, hey, that's news, right? But 2021 poses an interesting problem for them. A very interesting problem for two reasons. One, they had a season without engagement. A shortened season, which is eight, you know, not their strong suit, not their typical. And then they've got to start earlier, right? Because football's got their season going. Football doesn't reset again until August. College football doesn't reset again until August. Baseball starts early which means they're going to run into the problems with the virus again sooner than later. Now, I know this could be a problem for base, for hockey and basketball, but I think baseball has to have fans more than those other sports. Has to. Because baseball is an experience. Not to say hockey and basketball aren't. Baseball is way, way different in person than it is on TV or radio. Baseball, you have to have that experience. Baseball on TV sucks. <gasps> Did I say that? Of course, I haven't been to a baseball game in person in over 10 years. Haven't watched one on TV in over 14 Okay. So, baseball is in trouble. But we already knew that. That's not new. Dana. Dana, you know, I should tell people about Dana. The few people in the chat room right now, because they need to know this about Dana. Dana did the first... Did I, Is this true, Dana? The first um, part of the Mallard Report commercials... Is that true? I have to find that. The uh, butter and sour cream commercials. That's a classic. That is how great my marketing skills were. Yes, that was a, a legitimate line from one of my first ads. Or the first ad, I believe. Um, yeah. So Dana has a long history of this show, so I want to thank her for being here tonight. And uh, also thank her for lending her vo vocal talent to a horrible, horrible ad. Which, if I find it, it should be out there somewhere on one of these computers I have because I haven't deleted anything. I'm reckless like that. I'll have to put that back up for everybody to enjoy. Uh, yes, because I am a gluten for punishment. <laughs> so, Dana also predicted... That's, see, this is why I brought her up. Um... I will predict that life will continue despite whoever the president is, despite whoever gets COVID, and despite of it all. Yes, no matter what happens tonight, or like I said, going forward, we're all going to be here and we're all going to have to 
coexist together and move the ball forward. Sorry, guys. Just saying it. Everett from Extension 13. If you have not checked out his show, you should. You could go back and check out way early when they had the misfortune of interviewing me. And I said misfortune because it's true. Um, I, I do a lot of it. I, I started, I'm starting to do more interviews, so if you know a podcast out there who needs a guest desperately, um, I'm out there talking about podcasting, um, paranormal, current events, all sorts of different things. I've been on all sorts of different shows recently talking about all the different things I talk about, and that's great because I get the opportunity to talk about all these different things and, and really have some impactful conversations, I hope. Of course, I, you know. So if you're out there listening, you need a guest for your podcast, let me know. Uh, hopefully in the 2021, I'll be ramping that up effort up immensely. Um, going to do some things to make it easier for people to get a hold of me. And, I mean, not that it's hard to get a hold of me now, but uh, I'm thinking about doing some calendarly stuff and some other things, and it's going to be... You're going to hear me a lot, hopefully. That's the goal. His prediction was the Pirates will continue to use cardboard fans when crowds are allowed. Um, I've been at PNC Park... I was at PNC Park a lot in like 2005, 2006, 2007. I mean, a lot. Okay? And I've seen it. I was there for the All-Star Game, and I've been there when there was the paid attend. Well, the actual announced crowd was just over 10,000. And let me tell you, there was not 10,000 people there that day. There was closer to four. So... <laughs> this was pre-COVID, right? This was pre-social distancing. This was just a bad, bad team. So. Brian Bowden says I'm more elusive than Bigfoot, which is true. I, I mean, I think through the course of the years, um, I've done two, three events. Um, I guess maybe it's four. Uh, in-person events. I don't get asked to speak at them, so I don't go to them. Uh, especially back in the paranormal days, I just didn't care. And uh, now that I'm not full-fledged paranormal, I really don't care. And of course, COVID just messed all that up anyways. Um, but it is neat meeting people, and so don't get me wrong, I do like meeting people. It's just... The events just don't do it for me. So, yeah. Okay, so we're... 17 minutes in. So now i, I got to read off of some of these other predictions that people have made so I can circle back to mine here in a few minutes. Chris, the show note writer. Chris, you all familiar with Surfer Boy who pops in the chat room. He's probably listening right now out watching the sunset over the ocean or slaving away at his computer at work. I'm never sure of him, but I'm going to picture him out on the beach listening to us on the TuneIn radio app, having a good time. Because that is what I prefer to envision. He came to me this afternoon and texted me and he says, I'm actually just talking about him and he's just popped in the chat room. So he probably isn't doing either of the things I mentioned. He came to me and mentioned conflict with China in the text message this afternoon when we were, talk, we're doing the show preview and review kind of thing we do uh, throughout the course of the day. Um, course of the week, actually. He texts me random times and it's all exciting to hear from Chris. Because he's got so much, he's listens to so many. He listens to a bunch of other shows, and he's from California, so our paths are so much different. Because he lives the West Coast lifestyle. He surfs. He's, you know, does all this fun stuff. So to get that insight from him always makes me excited. It, it's just like hearing from Germantown Runner. So different paths in life, and Brian Bowden. I don't want to single anybody out. Our paths are so different. So anytime I get to see that insight on the narrow scale because these are people that have been part of the show so I can trust their opinion on everything they're telling me so but Chris his opinion his his prediction for 2021 gave it the great build up and now I, I almost almost forgot to give it for him and this one doesn't sit well I'm not gonna lie right you ready pause. I mean, seriously, there's there's taking a breath of gravity here because we've had some good energy in this show and I'm just bringing it down a little bit because this is what needs to happen here. This is a serious conversation. He foresees conflict with China. Of course, we vetted this, we bounced it around a little bit and 
I added to it, and he didn't necessarily deny it. And I think there's a lot of things going on between the U.S. and China right now, between the tariffs and all of that and the energy. And then you pour the virus stuff on top of it, and he says conflict with China, and I go, he's right. He said military conflict. I can see that. I don't know if it'd be a wise decision. Obviously, I don't think it would be. But we have to remember that we can't just say things without consequence, right? I seen the UK's terror level went up today, yesterday, whenever that was. There's all of that, a lot of moving pieces, right? The world, a world around us. Welcome to the Prediction Show. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing really good. And uh, Chris, you kicked it off, so I'm going to go with it. Um, so I have a uh, a prediction. I predicted actually not that long ago. Um, did a little remote view, and I, I have a couple of them. So I actually saw a massive wave of water about hundreds hundreds of feet high hitting the West Coast in North America. Washington State and Oregon, California, parts of Mexico covered and gone. North of the U.S., it's uh, shaken, but okay. And I got a date in regards to this, and it was 20, it was 12 slash 21, but I'm not sure if it meant December 21st or December 2021. That's the first one. And sticking in the same area, I saw a lot of fighting with the well, it seems to be military forces on the border of the U.S. and Canada, uh, mostly from Canada. Big fighting from Calgary to Winnipeg and in pockets of Ottawa and Toronto. Um, the first was between the military and the people, but uh, I wasn't sure if it was Canada only or the U.S. and Canada, but people in the area are, are fighting uh, like a takeover, like they're done with what's going on and they're going to take back their freedoms. And um, so I've saw a couple of big fights in major metropolitan areas within the United States, you know, New York, Chicago, uh, breaking out, uh, almost like a, a war between good and evil type of thing. But something that was very, very huge was, and, and I'm going to predict when I, when I was looking at this, it was from the next 12 months to 18 months I'm talking about, but I have a feeling it's the next coming six months that this is going to take place. But I did predict a war with China. And while it's going to go down is China is going to fire on the U.S. ships that are there. And the U.S. is going to retaliate, uh, not just innocently. They're going to go full-bore retaliation. And they're going to get help from Australia and India in this case. Now, what's interesting is I see the Russians sitting out, and they're blown away by what's taking place in this part, but they're not doing a damn thing. They're staying out of it. And I also saw China invaded, and if you look at the big map of China, the central portion of China is all U.S. control. That includes the ports, um, that includes Hong Kong, and it's all in control. Here's what blew me away about this because I got the same feeling on this as well. In years past, we're talking about decades ago, growing up, there's always been simulations conducted, wars with China. They did the U.S. versus China. U.S. loses. They did uh, uh, Russia versus China. Uh, Russia loses. They did all these countries against China. All the countries lose. Everybody is defeated against China. But here's the problem. The caveat is, and this is where I think this is real, that they're assuming that all the people in China are in support of China or the government in charge, and that is a bad assumption. What I saw was the people not happy with the CCP and not supportive of them. They basically want to be left alone, let us live our lives in peace without all the extra stuff that the CCP tries to uh, control. And I saw them not supporting China and basically the CCP being distinguished, I mean, extinguished and uh, basically a free China as if it were 
uh, any other democracy or a republic out there. Um, but I see it happening as clear as day. Um, I have an idea, and I've always, and I, I've said it, I, I, I feel that somehow Trump is involved in this action, but I, I can't tell wholeheartedly. Um, I'm not going to be into predicting who's going to win this race and who's not. But on that vein, no, no matter who wins the race, there will be an internal conflict in this country. And I do see the following, though, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. If Biden does win, watch what happens with our military, because I think someone there or the entire military is going to step up and not transfer power to that to that person. That's what I'm predicting. I know it's a lot, <laughs> but this is what I'm seeing within the first, the next 12 months to 18 months. Well, that's why you're here. That's why. That's what I'm looking for. A lot of predictions. <laughs> a lot. Now, I, I want to dig back in because you know Canada is a yeah. secret passion of mine. Because I don't want to say a, a, a clear amount of my duck pond listeners and listeners in general are Canadian. So, I mean, obviously, I pay attention to Canada yep. more than more than most. I guess I would say. And um, there is bubbling. I don't want to say any more than that. But I know there's bubbling going there, that people are, are tired and fatigued. Yep. And so I, I want to mention that because, I, I mean, for our average American listener who puts their head in the sand and doesn't pay attention to anything else, they think, you know, Canada is eating donuts and playing hockey. And that's not necessarily true. No, and I, and I agree with you. Something that really stoked everything I've said and Cat uh, Ward, who's in the chat, I sent this to her first and foremost a while ago. But um, one of the things that just came out recently regarding Canada was people got a hold of a document. I guess it's the equivalent of their left side, if you want to look politically. And it was a whole entire plan about, literally stated out, that another virus will be released, there'll be more deaths, there'll be even more people killed, and... They are going to tell the Canadians they have to get vaccinated um, on top of that. They're also going to offer what they call the debt relief program. So if you sign off on it, which means you sign off on all your property and rights, all debt you have occurred will be gone. It'll be done. Here's the caveat. If you don't sign, and don't, don't sign off on it, you're going to be sent to a camp. And they literally... Uh, what they were describing in this was like a concentration camp slash re-education camp. And they were going to, again, ask those people who did not want to sign away uh, their possessions and property and their rights. Once again, do you, you sign off on it. You get the, you get the travel. You get the free. You know, you, you're going to get the uh, – uh, they're offering some kind of, like, uh, um, payment system where you get paid every day and a sustainable wage, and you get to travel to different areas. But if you don't sign off on it, you get nothing, you stay here. And I think with that coming to light recently, it, it backs up what I'm saying, that there's going to be a conflict within that country in major areas against the government. Call it a revolution if you want. But people globally, we see this globally, have had enough. They're not going to be locked down anymore. They're not going to be told what to do. They've been lied to, and they're figuring it out they've been lied to, and it's not going to happen. So I agree with you. Canada has been is fed up. And don't think because they're a friendly neighbor from the north that they don't know how to take care of themselves. They do. I also see uh, firearms returning to citizens in Canada within the next 18 months. They're not allowing this to happen. Which is going to be an interesting state of affairs to watch, and we will be watching it. Now, I've got a question for you that isn't prediction-based, but it came sure. ca came up today in my personal life, and, and I just want to share it and get it kind of documented again. That's what we kind of do around here, throw things on the record, so in five, ten years from now we can come back to uh -oh. it and say, <laughs> right? There's a, a court case that my wife was telling me about that came out today, apparently, about how you don't own any of the Amazon Prime videos that you buy. You're just actually leasing them. Right. 
Now, I, I, when she said it to me, it made perfect sense to me, right? Because, yeah, I mean, you don't get a physical copy of them, right? No, you, you, you just no. What you you're are buying is it. a license. Yeah, you're, you're yeah, you're you buying. Know. You're bu- they're selling you a license to view at any point in time. You don't technically own it, and you're not entitled to a physical copy. It's kind of what Microsoft has done um, on their latest Windows 10. Um, Microsoft has always licensed software to you, but with Windows 10 being um, basically, you need an internet connection to really run it. Um, they are at will can destroy your computer. They can take all the stuff off the desktop um, when they do an update. And the, and their only license agreement is it restores it to like the original settings. So if you customize your computer like you would, Jim, I would do the same thing. Um, this happened actually to my wife on a brand new computer. She did an update and she was she's one of those that puts everything on her desktop and wants to know why the computer is slow. Um, but what happened was they did an update and they updated whatever elements of, of Windows 10 and they deleted everything off the desktop. It's gone. Without asking, without backing it up, without restoring it any place. So the same thing goes with Amazon. You are paying for, when you pay for that thirteen ninety nine for, I guess, it's not ownership, it's you're, you have the right to rent it at, any, at will. It's a rental. Which is which, and, le- which leads me to my bigger point, right? People, right. Out, people, people out there are concerned about Joe Rogan and all that other stuff, right? Because you know he they, he's angered some people, you know, a police at Spotify. Of course, they dumped two hundred million dollars into him. He's not going anywhere. The people at Spotify knew what they were getting when they hired Joe Rogan, right? I mean, yep. So that's why they they're in breach of contract. <laughs> Well, they're in breach of contract with Joe Rogan. He knows it. Um, I don't have the full contract, so I can't see what 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 rights he has or doesn't. But I know that they took off. They're censoring his shows. They're putting on shows that don't include people that have already been censored from social media. Case in point, Alex Jones, and that was the one that was recently censored. You can't find it any place. Um, and this goes against what Rogan, I believe, stated in his contract. Now, um, they offered him $100 million. I don't know what the full you know, details are. They may have right to refusal or something in there that protects them because I don't think they would just arbitrarily um, you know, delete something without having some kind of say involved in it. Um, but you know what? This is the problem. When you get paid $100 million and you think you have a better contract, you better read the fine print. You better have good lawyers. Um, I think I think Rogan was good at what he did. He I I feel he got approached by people off air uh, that may have scared the crap out of him because he definitely changed the way he does things. And he's um, kind of like that Jesse Ventura um, comment that I, I know you had Jesse on the the, the governor and Jesse uh, when he first got in the office. He went into, I guess, the basement. They put him to the, brought him to the basement, and he said there was like twenty-seven or forty-seven individuals there. It looked like you and me that were all CIA, and they wanted to know how we won. So, be careful what you get. You know, contracts are contracts, but you know he truly can't do what he wants to do. He would be better off um, not on Spotify, but he probably would have been better off on uh, like an XM type of thing. Um, but hey. Enough. Well, the, the the grander point is a we have to. I I always there's always the conspiracy part of me, right? And then I, yep. I, I look over my shoulder and I see the poster. I have Roger Stone, and I think no news is bad news, right? And they're talking about him constantly because of the Alex Jones stuff, right? So right when right because otherwise that stuff no. just gets lost in the catalog and doesn't get any attention. <laughs> He's he's lost he's lost a lot of people because of his him selling out to to Spotify. Um, a lot of people don't want to sign up for that kind of thing. They don't want to pay for anything. It was free on basically. Um, I, I was getting them on YouTube. Uh, even YouTube's pulling down select episodes of his show. Um, he could have continued going on and making a lot of money on his own. Um, you know, this way he doesn't. Have, you know. 
he's dictating right now. I want a better studio and I want this and I want that. But in the end, you know, the company that's giving you the contract always has the upper hand. Doesn't matter unless they're real idiots. And I don't think Spotify is going to give $100 million to somebody um, without having a say in what they do, no matter who it is. Yeah. Um, well, I, I think, I think that... he sold out, too. I mean, you know, I really do think he sold out. Um, I think Chris said it in chat, and he did. Um, he's been compromised. That's the best way to say it. Well, and the funny thing is, now I'm not going to drop the brand that was behind this. I had a conversation a week ago with a podcast network who is rather successful, but isn't known nationwide. I'll say it that way. They're, they're a niche okay. podcast company and very good at what they do. And they have a publishing arm and a, you know, a marketing. I mean, they're very good at what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. And we had, we had a great conversation and we scheduled a follow up. And, but I noticed something, the conversation, I noticed the conversation felt funny. And then when they, we scheduled and then immediately, immediately, Within hours, the follow-up meeting was canceled, and I realized why. I refused. <laughs> what did you do to what did you do to piss them off? I refused to say because I everybody who pays attention knows I'm in the middle of this rebrand, refocus, energy, right? Right. And I I refuse to say that I'm going to take paranormal out of the branding going forward. Now I, I know I'm, ah, steer- so I'm steering away from it, but I'm not going to sit here and tell you when all the new all the new stuff hits because it's coming. That it's not going to say that, and not only not going to say that, I can't sit here and tell you that I will not talk about it. Because guess right. what? <laughs> I, I've had you've listened to the show long enough to know that I've had some people on who are not paranormal at least, and guess where we ended up? Right where it starts. Paranormal. Well, yeah, I've had those, I've had similar guests and where I'm, not that I'm really trying to move away from the paranormal. I love the paranormal. Um, I love, you know, I rather talk, see, when I think of paranormal in general, I think of ghosts. Yeah. Um, I don't really think of UFOs or cryptids and that's a separate entity type of thing or synchronicity or that type of stuff. So I, I am kind of trying to move a little bit away from that. I'd like to talk to musicians and artists and what have you, but um, it's a, it's a good question because, you know, it's in, it's in mainstream media right now. I mean, you're talking about UAPs to the government. You know, Donald Trump was junior, asked senior, you know, UFO questions. So how can you get rid of paranormal and be a news source? You have to talk about all of it. So, I, I mean, I, I don't understand why they would be so harping on that. Well, um, like I said, it you was have a great show. It wasn't brought up in that as many words but i could tell after you know you start thinking about things after you see that cancellation notice because they're going a different direction but they were just thrilled and really excited to keep them you know and then you started realizing they kept you know they kept asking that question six seven different ways where do you where do you see the show going where do you see the topics going where you know like you keep answering that question well yeah i i see i mean like tonight's show Technically, predictions yep. is psychic predictions because none of us know the future. Yep. I can't. That's exactly. It's paranormal, yep. you know. Um, but everybody asks predictions. What's the prediction of the game? What do you think is going to happen with election? What do you think is going to happen in the Middle East? You know, like there's so <laughs> many different things that that utilize the you know what would be considered or fall under the paranormal banner. But you know, I mean, if you were smart, you could do what, what everybody else does. And what they're going to do to you. Say, so, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to move away from the paranormal. And just talk about whatever the heck you want. And when yeah. they come to you, say, well, you said you're moving around the paranormal. I said, well, you know, he brought it up, not me. <laughs> well, I mean, so that's... I'm not supposed to ask some questions. I mean, you know, there's, it's, it's, it's tomato, tomato, you know. But it's, it's all I, how you look at it. I'm sure you've come to realize that I'm not the easiest person to work for. <laughs> You're okay. But, I, I mean, I, I do totally and completely enjoy not having a network. Not, you, I mean, I know you've been through that as well, right? You understand what I'm exactly saying oh, yeah. at this point. So, oh, yeah. Um, so, for you to you come know, and try to yeah. frame me, as I'm looking at myself on a frame, which is great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and my sign over here has a frame around it. Um, 
It's just not going to work. Right. It doesn't work for you because a, a good show, a good, good form of entertainment, which is the news right now, news is entertainment, it has to be entertaining. It has to be engaging. And there are going to be times when you, um, you know, straddle different genres. And that's what makes something entertaining. If something was the same thing over and over again, um, and the same drivel and drone, you're going to lose people. There's nothing to it. Um, I understand what you're saying about networks. <laughs> I've been offered seven different networks recently, you know, over the last three, four months. You know, and I've, I also got the comment, when are you going to put out new stuff? And it's like, look, I do it at my speed when I can. Okay? I'm not being paid for it. I'm not making money on it whatsoever. Um, and I want to get quality people. Sometimes that well runs dry for the time being. Or you get somebody on or you ask somebody and you forget and then you go back to them and they say, well, how come it took you a year? It's like, well, you know, I had people dying and I had other life events. Sorry, I, you know, wasn't able to, you know, get you on the show. And then you don't hear back from them. It's like, good, I don't need you either. It's not a make or break for me. So, but I couldn't, if, if I was getting some kind of revenue coming in on a daily basis or a weekly basis, you know, decent amount, then I'd consider it my job and I'd have to be putting out new episodes. But having my own little network and, uh, as, as one of your, your, your cohorts in this, Dave Scott, you know, he goes, oh, that's uh, Brian Bowden with the 4 million podcast. Um, I, I'm paying for the space and the utilization of it. I'll put whatever I want on there. I'll create a mini network. It creates variety. That's what we do, you know. You do it too. You have great political guests, then you have baseball, you know, then you have psychic guests. And I, I love the show. This is why I'm, I'm in the duck pond. So you you mentioned tracking down guests. I uh, I should look at the date. Uh, the la last Tuesday in November. Hold on. Yeah. The bad radio here. Hold on. I got I got to look up the date because I don't want to be lying. I want to tease the guests, but I don't want to tell you the wrong date. November twenty fourth. Not going to tell you who it uh -huh. is. Um, a guest that I asked to come on the show years and years ago, and he agreed. Right, but right we, there was just that high five. Yeah, we'll do it. Right, and then didn't <laughs> happen. And then a couple years later, we got to do that. Yeah, you just named the time and place, right? And for whatever reason, yep. it didn't work because of his schedule and my schedule. You know, it just didn't work. November twenty fourth, right. finally, big big paranormal guest. Whoops. Well, look, I'm still there. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make a prediction, everybody? I'm thinking Jason Hawes. You already had Whitley Street run. No, um, not Jason Hawes. <laughs> ah, nice. A big paranormal guest. I, you know, I don't even know who's big in the paranormal anymore. Um, I'm, I'm just, I know the people. I'm going to no, give no, this guy credit. I'm giving this guy credit because, like I said, he's been around for well, as long as the show's been around. So he's got to be big still. Okay. Uh, uh but, you know, something I hear a lot um, from a lot of people when it comes to, like, conferences, which I'm, I'm telling you, you should go out and do. You should do some conferences, do some talks, even broadcast live from there, if you can figure it out. Yeah, well. um, a lot of people are tired of the same old, same olds on there. Um, they're tired of seeing all the ghost hunter guys. They're tired of, of Zach Baggins. They're tired of a lot of these people. They want some new blood in, 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 in the group. Um, and unfortunately, the people that make these shows and put these festivals together just keep banking on the same people, you know. And I'm thinking it's Jack Osborne, but I'm going to go with that. That's my last guess. No, uh, not, not Jack. Actually, you want to you want to hint? Okay. You want to hint? I'll give you a hint. Sure. He is sure. Um, been on TV, been off TV, been on radio, been off radio. All right. I think his name has something similar to the first name of yours, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I'll, 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 I'll tell you, I'll leave but it I'm not going to tell you now. And then, you know, <laughs> I'll think of it when I go to church, so, yeah. you know. and <laughs> um, But, look, it, it's, it's tough, you know. 
um, you ask people, and it, it's hard. I mean, I, I give you a ton of credit. You do a lot of this stuff solo. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of everything. Um, I, I still say, I don't even know if it's on the site, but I think you should have something where people can drop you a cup, buy you a cup of coffee, just give you something for the enjoyment that you provide a lot of people. Not just the people in the duck pond who are religiously uh, part of the pond and, you know, not social distancing, but for everybody that listens to it. You have a lot of listeners. You may, you know, you may not see them all. Um, oh, I don't. You don't see them all, but that's that's the the fascinating part about it. And the people that I do see still, I don't. I don't get why people still show up. So, and I know I understand. Yeah. I understand, but I don't understand. Uh, it's it, it's amazing. Like you know, you look at some of your numbers, and Cat Cat has great numbers, and there she's all over, and she does a special thank you to some of these people. But you know, you find out you're big in certain like the UK. We've got a lot of people. We got people in in Japan. Um, yeah, Japan, every time I think of that, J- Japan is yeah. hot. Like it used to be really hot, and now it's hot again. And I don't understand why it wasn't for t- eight years. Like I don't get it. All I think of with Japan when I hear that is Cheap Trek at Budokan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the album I hear playing. You know, I want you to want me. That type of stuff. But again, I don't want to take up all the show if someone else wants to call in. But those are my predictions. Um, it's going to be a stressful week, people. Just yeah. be prepared. Like I, I, like I said off the top, there's no reason to be watching CNN or Fox right now because you've got all week to pay attention to that. You should be here. Well, the, the problem I had, I just turned on something on like one of the Facebooks, and I figured you know PBS may have a better non-biased uh, opinion versus like some of the major, major new things uh, outlets. And I saw um, New Jersey, which is next door to my state, and they had seriously. Cory Booker, who had zero, and the Republican candidate, who had zero. But they projected Cory Booker as the winner. I'm like, how do you do that? They flipped the coin. Well, that's <laughs> what I think is going on. Nobody voted for so, either of them. That's the, uh, he wins just uh, by default. I know, yeah, well, if Dave's listening, I know he's at the probably edge of his seat streaming at that and being on Gab. But uh, Yeah, I was going to say, he's probably got two or three streams, screens going and, and busting his thumbs at the same time. So. Oh, definitely. But it's been a pleasure. Those are my predictions. Um, uh, I hope this, we're all in a good place after this is all over. That's all I got to say. Yeah, that's all we all want, right? right? Move Enjoy. On. Have a good one, man. Thanks. Thanks again. You got it. Anytime. Bye, Jim. So that's Brian Bowden. Uh, go find his podcast, uh, No Be Bomey. And, um, oh, he's, like you said, he's got a bunch of them. And I, the names just kind of, as soon as that, he went away, they all went away. So just go check him out. You find him on Twitter. And you can find him on Facebook. You can find him anywhere. I just realized that for some reason I, I got a big shadow if I move in the wrong direction because of how the light's set. It's probably been there for months because that's how the light's been set. Apologize for that. Uh, Chris also popped in the chat room here. Uh, Disney will get into a huge legal mess with the state of California. Now Chris Olson bringing the heat because Disney is going to be involved in lawsuits Airlines, hotels, everybody inside the Goblin Universe is Brian Bowden's other podcast. Nah, I never say it right. I told him that when he first started that show, that I wasn't going to say it right. And I have to hold true to my commitment to butcher the name of a show. Okay. But yeah, there's going to be lawsuits. There are going to be bankruptcies. I mean, we've already seen a bunch. We're going to continue to see them, especially as more places turn back in the hotspots. And this COVID starts to hit the second wave. I mean, there's just going to be billions, trillions of dollars tied up in litigation, debt, all this stuff. And it's the landscape's going to change. Who in their right mind wants to earn, own commercial real estate right now? As everybody's going online, restaurants are in trouble. Uh, Chef Ghoul was on. I'm going to have to get him back on. Somebody remind me. i got to get Chef Ghoul back on. We've got to talk again. He's just a great follow on Twitter, by the way. If you're not following him on Twitter, he's a much better follower than me. Just saying. Like, he's great. Um, so go follow him. Get him back on here in 2021, I'm sure. Got to get uh, Harry Dent back on, talk more financial stuff with him. But that ties into this point about lawsuits and debt and all this other stuff that is just going to <laughs> be problematic. 
So there's those predictions. Let me get the screen back up here. Okay, from our good friend, Dr. Kimberly Rackley, who's been on the show a bunch of times back in the early days. If you have not heard her on these programs, you need to go check them out. Great psychic, great friend of the show, great friend of mine. Full disclosure, right? There will be frustration and conflict globally for the first five months of 2021 with an event in the Middle East shaking up things, but by June, things should be normal, air quotes, again. Kind of plays with what everybody else is talking about. A woman will come on the scene within six years who will bring America back, but it won't last. Who is this woman? I think she might be right, though. I said this last night, and I was ready, literally ready to puke when I said it, though. I'm interested in 2024, because it's going to be two new people, right? And I'm hoping for new people. Hoping for people, you know, under the age of, I don't know, 60 to run for president. Right? Can we get there? Hey, right? Yeah, let's say it. Okay. The economy will begin to heal and the market around turn around in February. I hope so. I think I think not only Wall Street needs to recover and grow, but <laughs> sur- uh, surreal, surreal, too real. Post up the link for the people here in the chat room that are listening um, for the show we did on Halloween. So if you're in the paranormal, we did a great paranormal show together a few weeks ago. Came out a few days ago. Um, so if you want some of those paranormal thoughts. They are there. Yeah, I know, James. Calm down. I, I didn't forget your name. I mean, I I tend not to forget people with the name James. Just saying. I mean, I forget my name often, but I don't forget other people's names that are James. <laughs> okay, so we'll get that. We'll get that posted part of the show notes too, because um, we can do that. Because I think that'd be great for those people out there who are looking for the paranormal side of me. And I mentioned uh, doing some other interviews, and I will get the Shark Bite Biz podcast interview, and I'll throw that part of the show notes as well. That's where I talked about business and podcasting and rebranding and really solid stuff on the two extremes of stuff that I've been talking about lately. I really enjoy doing both. There it is. There's a Spotify link for everybody. For those folks who want to listen on Spotify, for those who don't we'll get you differently no i'm just kidding um so there's that right predictions for 2021 live calls uh brian Bowden called in a little bit ago we're running out of time folks brian made a bunch of predictions we've had some predictions from listeners we've had some predictions from me got a few more minutes to get yours in here now but okay so as i look at my list of things that i wanted to talk about we mentioned baseball and how much trouble baseball is in. I think baseball, man, I don't think, I don't know if 2021 year is the last year of baseball. Obviously, that'd be foolish to predict. I think baseball probably has another 20 years before it really markedly becomes a major world class. Mm. But TV's changing, consumer habits are changing, right? We have to be aware. We all have to be aware of all these things going on around us. And I don't know if everybody is. And, hey, Duck Pond question of the night. Duckpond.shop. Duckpond.shop.com. Question of the night. I haven't been doing these, but I need to get better about them, so I'm going to. Part of the rebranding package, right? Go over and use promo code ELECTION, I think it is, for the next 24 hours. So you've got to be in the Duck Pond, but if you want to buy merchandise, now's the time. 20% off, right? But the question of the night. Right? Ready? Duck pond? Everybody ready? Everybody tuned up? You sure? I'm not sure you're ready. Okay. So we've got all this stuff going on in the world, right? All these things. All these integrations. All these different changes. What are the YouTube commercials tomorrow look like? I I have not seen a non-political YouTube ad and months, I have no idea what I'm going to be buying tomorrow, but I am sure I'll be buying something based off a YouTube commercial because they will be great. Right? 
Come on. No, Godzilla all the way. And for those of you who are purely listening to the podcast, don't understand that. And that's too bad. That's why you got to be part of the Duck Pond. Part of the Duck Pond question of the night right there. Big plug for them. I love them all. Okay. So what are the YouTube commercials going to be? Because after this campaign, everybody has seen them. I won't have to go to the mailbox for a week because I won't be getting junk mail. Seriously, I've been getting flyers. Trump, Biden, da-da-da. Seriously, I won't have to go to the mailbox for a week now either. I am so... I'm going to be so lost when I go to the mailbox tomorrow and be empty. I'm not going to know what to do with myself. And then there's not going to be political ads on YouTube. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. So I need help. What are the ads going to be? What What's the products you're looking forward to seeing back? <laughs> yeah, I know. Nobody likes YouTube ads. Sorry. What about who? Anyways, so we're, we're fastly approaching out of time here. So... Let's stare down the barrel of November while we got a minute here while I'm trying to gather the wagons for the last prediction because that's what we got to do. So, November for the Mallory Report, right? Going to be talking marketing next week. Um, then there's a week in there where I, I have a few hooks out and then the following week's the big paranormal guest and the, then the following week, right? Right. Did I get them all in there? The marketing, a few hooks out, paranormal guests, and then I believe, right, somebody somebody needs to be out there and tell me, yes, we're doing political party 2024. Like, we're going to start one, and what tenants need to be part of it that we can universally agree on so we can move things forward. I'm Cat, November 24th, paranormal guest. What more can I say? I mean, Kat and I had George Norrie and Whitley Strieber on a few weeks ago. Paranormal guest. Come on, Kat. I mean, come on. Bring in, bring in the heart. Bring in paranormal hard there. Brian Bowden, Jimmy Church was on this program in 2014. This guest coming up is a new guest. <laughs> So there's that. First time on the Mauer Report. Long, first time, long time. He's been a fan, a friend of the show secretly for a while, but we'll get him to uh, mitty feet on that. So. Oh, man, I'm just so... Uh, tonight, oh, boy, has been phenomenal. I, I thank Brian Bowden and Kim and Chris and all the people in the Duck Pond. It, it's just... You know, I started with so much energy, and if you've been listening through the course of the hour, you, now you hear it. Like, the adrenaline's over. There's two minutes left in the show, and I'm coming back down to reality. And um, it's hard. Like, I normally get to this point, and there's so much to do. There's so much angst, and there's a guest, and it's got to get them cut and get it cut right. But right now, it's just kind of that ocean-easy feeling. So, when we have this moment, let's take a moment and say if you have not rated or reviewed or subscribed, you need to do all that fun stuff because that's what the algorithms want. Right? That's what the algorithms want. That feels that machine. So, feel the machine. Share, like, engage on social media because that feels that machine. Bug your friends, neighbors, and other people because that just makes me happy. Anytime you could tell people that you listen to the show that talks about things that you shouldn't talk about, makes me happy. Get Ozzy on. Yes, I'd love to get Ozzy on. You know who actually I'd really love to get on? If we're being blunt, blunt honest, wild card ultimate guest. Well, we've got 45 seconds left here. Alice Cooper. Man. Yeah, Alice Cooper. I think he'd just be a phenomenal guest. One of my favorite musicians, too, by the way. Just for the record. Got so many of those type of people in my list, though. But Alice Cooper, near the top of that list. Probably top ten. I don't, I don't have an actual list, so I shouldn't say that. But I haven't put him in the top ten. I think he'd be phenomenal. So, hey. Keeping things moving, keeping things rolling. Excited to see everybody. Share, subscribe, download, all the fun stuff. 
keep it going, okay? Looking forward to next week. See you soon. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily.